welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff all in a hyper-caffeinated state. I'm David, your host. And before we begin, just going to ask you to, you know, rate, share, review this podcast, because together we can make the show grow. And that's what we want. All right, before we begin the topic today, just like uh, to tell everyone, the Blue Collar Call Center, my book, is out on Amazon. And the physical copy is five bucks, and the Kindle copy is three bucks. Or if you ask really nicely, I will send you a PDF copy because that's just who I am. So, yeah. Anyway. Today we're going to talk about the laws of referability. Now, this came from, I believe, Dan Sullivan on uh, from Strategic Coach, but it might not have. But I'm going to credit it to him because that's where I first heard about it. Right. So these laws of referability play right into customer service, customer experience, and all that stuff, and. Those ones, those laws are be on time, do what you say, and, you know, be polite. Say please and thank you. Please, thank you. Please, thank you. There's a Barney song that goes like that. And I will admit I have sent it out to call center agents before because one of the first things to go in a decaying society is people using please and thank you. So there we go. Um, So the first one, be on time. In a call center environment, this goes into two things. One, if you're an agent, if you're a supervisor, lead, manager, be on time. Schedules are there and unlike other offices where it doesn't really matter when you get in as long as you know your work gets done, Um, Customer service schedules are pretty rigid. And yes, 10% shrinkage should be built into the schedule, but if you're scheduled to be in at a certain time, it's probably for a reason, and that reason is call volume and, you know, speed of answer and rate of answer and all that jazz, right? So, plus it's nice, and it shows respect not only for yourself, but for your peers and for everybody that works with you and for the company and for the business, yada, yada, yada. All right. So the other way that plays into a contact center environment is answer the calls on time, right? Don't let the customer wait on hold for an hour, right? Don't let that queue build up to 100, 150, 500. Um, You want to answer at least 80% of the calls in 20 seconds or less. And if you can't do that, then, you know, staff up until you can. And, oh, but won't that cost us a lot of money? Maybe, maybe, but there's other ways to cut costs and that doesn't deal with staffing or anything like that. So maybe don't have catered lunch every day. I don't know. So um, the other one is do what you say. Always do what you say when you say you are going to do it. It's an old, old, old piece of wisdom where if you want to be liked, if you want to be respected, you do what you say. You say you do what you said you were going to do. 
and you do it when you said you're going to do it. People will trust you if you do that, right? If you uh, promise a customer something and then you don't do that, well, they're not going to trust your company or you ever again. That's not good. That's not good at all. Because why would they trust you after you blatantly lied to them? Even if it wasn't blatant lie, even if you were misinformed, right? Which is the coward's way out of saying they lied, right? Oh, um, um, I, I didn't lie to you. I just, uh, I was just misinformed. If you find out you weren't misinformed, let the customer know you were misinformed and make it right. There you go. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So the other one, the last one is be polite or say please and thank you. This should be an obvious one and you always want to say things like please, thank you, um, you're welcome, my pleasure. Now there are some schools of thought where you sh that say you shouldn't say no problem. That's weird, but I know it's a generational slash mindset thing. Um, it's no is a negative, problem is a negative, right? Two negatives. But don't two negatives make a positive? Is, is that right? I know somewhere in math it's like two negatives make a positive. But whatever. Okay. So whatever. Whatever that is. Um, so, but not in this case. Because some people, when they hear no, it raises some red flags. And when they hear the word problem even if it's in combination of with no, no problem, they're like, uh, uh, yeah, what, why would there be a problem? What, what, what's the problem? No, 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 no. I said no problem. Yeah, but why would it be a problem? When most people, when they say no problem, they mean it literally. Like, hey, there's no problem here. There's no problem whatsoever. Problem doesn't exist. No problem. But, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. So using these three things will elevate your customer service and the customer's experience like tenfold. And they're very, very simple things, right? They're incredibly simple, but that's okay because the simple works and the simple is the best. It's like Occam's razor, right? Where you, where the simplest that's a word. Simplest solution, simplest explanation is usually the correct one, right? So if you cut away all the BS, all the bull crap, what you're left with, the simplest solution is the best solution. And this works in customer service. Be polite, do what you say you're going to do, and, you know, answer on time and be on time, right? People will like you more. People will trust you more. You'll be more good at your job. And if you have to do any kind of upselling, cross-selling, whatever, it's going to make that much easier if you do those things because it's already building value, not only in you, but in your brand. And since you are the brand, well, it just creates more value, so people will be more receptive if you have to do that cross-sell cross or upsell on your call. 
So do those. Always be polite. Always, always. That, I mean, you shouldn't be impolite ever. You know, even if it's with someone you hate, you can still be cordial. You can still have that politeness with you. You don't need to be a jerk all the time just because you don't like someone. Or if a customer is yelling at you, kill them with kindness, as it's always said. Just kill them with kindness. Because oftentimes, the person who's screaming at the customer service rep, which, guys, unacceptable. Don't do that to customer service people, ever. All right. But if you kill them with kindness, if you're polite to them, if you listen to what they have to say, if you don't interrupt, if you don't yell back, right, chances are they're going to catch themselves and apologize, right? They're going to go from jerk to less of a jerk. And maybe then you guys can come up to it with a solution of what will work for the company, what will work for the customer. Everything will be wine and roses, right? And then, you know, be on time. Be on time. Answer the phone in time. Don't let things spiral. Don't let people wait on hold. Doesn't matter how cool your hold music is. People would rather hear your lovely voice than hold music. Hold music is awful. I love the hold music that goes do 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 do. Your call is very important to us. Do, 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 do. I don't know how much of that the mic picked up, but the cutting out hold music that I get a lot when I call places is amazing, and I love it. So that was sarcasm. So, you know, be on time. Do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it, and be polite. Those are the laws of referability, and honestly, they should be the laws of good, great, grand, wonderful customer service. All right. That's been today's Caffeinated CX. I love you. Buy my book. Bye.